0: welcome to the Shaman's Cave. I'm Renee Barbeau. And I'm Sandra Ingerman. And I'm coming to you today from Palm Desert, California. But I'm soon going to be coming to you from Whidbey Island, Washington, at least for the next six months. And uh, I'll be curious to see how different it feels, you know, in the relationship to a lot of land, a lot of quiet, you know, the harbor and the West wind blowing.
1: Yeah, I um, I am jealous of Renee. I, um, I I love Santa Fe, absolutely positively love Santa Fe. But I think for the first ten years that I lived here, I was on the road three hundred days a year teaching. I just came home to do my laundry on Wednesdays, pretty much, and um, I was always by water. You know, I was always by water, and then. Um in the late 1990s, uh, or well actually later than that, I moved my parents here and wasn't comfortable traveling and um, and then the COVID came in and and now, you know, I'm here in the desert, so every time I hear anybody talk about that they're going to a water location. <laughs>
0: I'm going to have a guest cabin and you and Woods can come over and, you know, it's not too far of a drive from Santa Fe, I think. Might be a little bit of a long drive, but, you you know, there's an airplane airport real nearby. And, yeah, I'm going to have a, um, I, I see a retreat like where, where there will be a place for people who are writing and want to go on retreat. Not right away, but I, I can see. these visions that I'm having I think I'm being called to create some kind of a center at least a center for myself again and which is kind of what we're going to talk about today is how that center in us expands what that's what you had a great one-liner what was that
1: yeah yeah so um those of you who have worked with me know that Every once in a while, the spirits give me a really good one-liner, and I use it everywhere. So if you're watching the show, you've seen it on the Transmutation News, you've seen it on my Facebook pages. And so um, I was answering, I was actually answering a Facebook post, and this just typed through my hands that... The world seems, the outside world gets very small when you grow from within. The outside world seems very small when you grow from within. And, you know, we have to face it. Um, a lot of us are doing all kinds of things with our minds to try and feel safe right now. Um, many of us are afraid of death. And so... We're running from the possibility that we might die in this time, or we just can't embrace that our lives have changed forever. Mm -hmm. And so what's happening is people are so glued to the news right now. They're so glued to the news and social media. What's happening, what I said to a friend the other day is I think that people are actually moving into psychic hypervigilance. You know, we talk about hypervigilance when um, those of us who have been through any kind of PTSD, we learn at a very young age to be hypervigilant. But what's happening now is people are becoming so hypervigilant psychically that I think we're actually blowing our nervous systems out um, by doing this. And they're talking about a phenomenon now. They're giving it a label, which I can't remember what it is, but it's how many people actually go into a state of complete physical anxiety if they don't look at their phone every two minutes because they have to know what's going on in the outside world. They have to know what's going on in the outside world. And I don't know, Renee, you might disagree with me on this one, but I don't think the outside world's gonna be looking that great for a while. So if if we only judge what's happening in our lives by what's happening in the outside world, I, th- I think we're, we're looking for a more challenging time than we're, we're, we're going into because if we have more inner strength and we grow from within, we can keep our perspective with whatever's coming next.
0: Absolutely. I, I think back to the, that night of the first, um what you, the first debate and, I purposely went for a wind walk and I'm there like, there's nothing that I'm going to do. That's going to change the outcome of the fiasco that was going to, I could feel that it was a fiasco and I didn't need to tap into it. And I don't need the reassurance that I saw that it was that way. And I was reading an article and I was going to share it on Facebook, but I just don't even want the backlash. It was called, You know, what what happens if somebody doesn't leave the White House? Like, you know, like it was a a National Geographic about what is the Constitution? What are our rights in this country? What you know, because we're we're at a time where and I don't care what side of the 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 fence you're on about this, but we're at a, a, a real I think there's a couple of planes of reality going on here because there's no way for me to convince the people who are looking at it this way, that it's that way, or the people who are seeing it as this way, you know, and even my friends want to say, like, can't you get more excited about this? No, I can't. I just feel like that there's an evolutionary shift going on and that there's just no way to see across that bridge. And And to be okay with that because you have your own inner wisdom and inner strength so shored up that, you know, you're going to be okay. And I think it's Sandra said, you know, go wherever you're going to be and be, you're going to get through it there. And, you know, I just think that we're in everyone. I keep, my friends keep saying, Oh, when, when, you know, we get the, the, the vaccine or when we get over this COVID I'm thinking like, what part of this aren't you getting? There is no, when we get over this, there was pre COVID and now we've had a world pandemic the first time in our, the last what, 100 years. And there is not going to be a time in your life. You can say you heard it here first that there's going to be a going back to normal if there ever was a normal, but there isn't. So I'm not doomsday, I'm just telling you, this is the new reality. And how are you using these tools you've been spending the last few years, decades, most of us learning if it wasn't for now?
1: Yeah, yeah, Um, I'm actually, I'm gonna put in a little announcement here. I'm I'm, uh, reteaching a course in February that I taught for the Shift Network on nature but I'm changing the course. It's definitely not going to be the same course that it was, but it's going to be a beautiful healing course because nature is our, our healing bomb, but it is, it's, it's really waking up to and consulting with nature on the changes. Um, we're never going back. we're, we're you know, that's part of the spiritual bypass that's going on right now. And I think that's why people are fighting so much where the division is right now is the division is all the people that wanna pull, uh, pull society back to where it was. And there are different sides of this reality of how you pull it back to where it was. But as Renee so brilliantly shared, We crossed into a new time. Um, Stephen King used to write in his visionary fiction, those of you who are in the Gunslinger series, into the Gunslinger series, and I I know we're just a small cult following out there, but he would every once in a while talk about how the world turned again. And the world turned again. Uh, the, The world turned again. And so Um, The point is, is there are going to be a lot of changes and our egos can't see what's coming and we're not supposed to see what's coming because it's not a linear. The process we're in right now is not linear. It's not linear. And so we're trying to think linearly um, when we really have to stay present and do our personal work.
0: It's funny. Last year, when I taught the Wind Alchemy class, that we made prayer flags for each month, it was really fascinating to watch how uh, the the wind that I chose for each month was so really truly reflective of what was going on in my own in my own space. And I'm doing that apprenticeship program for ten or teaching apprenticeship program, whatever you want to call it, for ten months next year. And I don't see it as a place where people are coming to get. I really see us holding a space of where people can come and support each other through our own expanded selves, which which you were talking about is that some people are living in this expanded self where the the reality of a COVID experience is only one small aspect of what's really going on in in a bigger dance um because a lot of people who were more spiritual and I think Sandra you fall into this we were already at home for a couple years before everyone else got home and it was like I I I mean there were a couple years ago I stopped going to the movie every time I went out I was getting sick and I'm there like okay I need to really you know kids coming in now are, are 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 genetically rewired but we're not and if it takes a You know, we think, oh, it's a couple years of this lockdown. You know, that's nothing in the scheme of a four billion year cycle. It's just, it's a little flip in the hay, and 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 so we just take ourselves way too seriously. But I know for me that as I stay focused on the things that are important, and that's helping other people, showing up in service, and the work that I do with uh, with now a lot more mental health and addiction that. I'm okay. There's nothing about my day that's not okay, except for now when I eat out, food tastes salty and stuff because I'm so used to making it at home these days. But you know, but and we, I think we miss the effervescence of the group, and 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 I think that that we do need more of that, and I do hope to see people start connecting in much smaller communities and in in their local. It's like you don't need to lock yourself down you need to find a way of reintegrating yourself into this new experience
1: yeah I I I really believe that we've taken on too much um, with trying to change all the abuses in society all at once I I I believe like Renee that um the very first step is Um, create a local community and learn about your differences and how to work together in a local community and then we can start expanding out to see how we can start to relate to greater communities a little bit better but it's like it's almost like we're trying to change the outer world immediately it's not, we're trying to change everything in the outer world immediately but you know the truth is that you know things are are really step by step and um, and the more that that you can because there are there are multiple dimensions of reality being presented to us right now multiple I mean. I, I have to say, I get a little bit of enjoyment reading all the different levels of multiple <laughs> realities. But um, I, I accidentally, I think the universe obviously led me to this. I was looking for a file for this new nature course. That, the nature course that I'm going to change, but I wanted to see what the original course was. And I was looking everywhere in my word documents and I couldn't find it, but I accidentally clicked on a transmutation news, my monthly column from a few years ago with ISIS talking about how we have to leave the territory of suffering, how we have to, have to leave the dimension of suffering. And so I'm reposting that as my December transmutation news, it's from October, it's either October, 2017 or 2018, but I can't tell you, it's like, if I had left out October, 2017, 2018, and said, this is a message for ISIS for us this month, you would not be able to find one word that was not completely, completely appropriate for where we are right now. And the bottom line message is she's saying there are millions of people who are living in a beautiful dimension right here doing their spiritual practices and being in nature and doing as contributing as much for the planet as anybody is, but having a different experience of planet earth right now. But you have to be willing to grow from within in order to do that.
0: Absolutely. And not take so many things so personally. Like, I I think back to this, like, what I see in this great divide is people trying to make the image of the world as a reflection of how they see it. You know, like sometimes I just want to say, how do you know that person doesn't have a vision that's clear for them? I mean, it's just like, you're assuming your vision of what this is going to look like is the right vision. Like, how can you be so adamant that you know what's best for the world and i take that approach almost to everything it's like like sandra i read i read from the far left to the far right just because it's almost amusing and i i I, what i like about it is how different people are seeing this one experience that we're having together and it's just like wow you know we are one humanity here having millions and billions of different experiences but some of them just It's just a part of my brain that I haven't used yet, I guess. And (laughs) I think Sandra's got an exercise that's going to weave this back together a little bit.
1: (laughs) Well, um, it's a brief exercise and I'm just... You know, um, I also love the term shamans are gardeners of energy, and we're always creating a, an inner landscape, a garden that will grow and will affect um, our earth garden. If, if we all create beautiful shamanic gardens, think of the beauty that we bring to the earth. So um, I thought that what we would do is uh, think about that, you know, the earth is a garden and that we're gardens of energy as shamanic practitioners out there. And so we all want to plant a seed um, into the earth of a commitment that we're going to make to be able to contribute Um to actually, being helpful right now to what's going on um, on the planet. So you want to go inside yourself and and don't get overwhelmed. We get so overwhelmed. What's one practice that you've picked up from all that's been offered through the Shaman's Cave, other podcasts, books you're reading right now, um, summits you're listening to. What's one practice you can start to expand on, make your inner world feel just a little stronger? Okay, so here we go. So if you haven't come back, (laughs) that drumbeat was your callback to come back to yourself. And as you know, we we always have to do um, short journeys on the show. This isn't, um, you know, a a workshop situation. And so we plant seeds hoping that you're going to get excited about them to put on some shamanic music at some point during um, the next few days and go a little bit deeper into this journey because um, uh, we're we're riding some really challenging waves right now. And nobody, nobody's going to be able to get you through them. Nobody except for you. And so you have a beautiful inner strength and a beautiful inner spirit that knows exactly how to get through, how to survive, and even how to thrive. So trust in yourself.
0: Well, there's nothing much to say after that beautiful message. I got this. I was shown myself planting something under the base of a very, very old Pine tree. Now, I will be up in Washington, so that kind of makes sense. But that, that, like that in I what the feeling I got was it was like planting something in the shadow of something that's already firmly rooted was my takeaway from that. So I'll be very curious to see what that is. And I would also love to hear when you do go back and do it, what, what, um, what came for you? What was, what was the the little surprise or the little gift that you got from what you could do next? And you don't have to share it, if, you know, get into the sacredness of it all, but a little bit that it would be, I love when people share their experiences. It makes me smile. And I usually respond to everybody on YouTube as well. So, uh, if you know where we are we're over at the shaman's cave on uh, we have the shaman's cave on facebook shamanstv.com and if you subscribe to our email you'll get a weekly update about what the latest show is and you can also watch it commercial free over at soundcloud or over at any of the the podcasting places apple music We're we're in all those places
1: yeah, and Renee's doing all that work, getting us out there into the world. So I really um, want to give deep thanks for that because I know what SoundCloud is, but I couldn't tell you how to get there. And uh, <laughs> Renee's real comfortable in that world. So um, I hope that you'll join me in thanking Renee for um, keeping us keeping us going out in the world. <laughs>
0: Thank you. And I get I get the pure joy of sitting here every week having these conversations. And sometimes we have to forget. We forget to hit the record button. (laughs) So I feel extra special and extra lucky. So um, have a great week and we will we will be here with you through these holy days. And um, please reach out uh, on all of our channels. Thanks. Blessings.